If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? You're listening to episode 252 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, player two tonight. Nightcrawler, what's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It's Crawler coming at you. That's right. That's right. It is a snow apocalypse. No, no, no hero today. No, no, no player three. Uh, Eric is out with the stomach virus. Yeah, he says bad time over there. He's in chat right now. So. Um, that music you just heard is from on being human you guys. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from audible, head on over to audibletrial.com slash NPC, pick up something awesome like blood, sweat and pixels or ready player one. That's audibletrial.com slash NPC. The chair I'm sitting in from OP seat, head on over to n64josh.com slash OP seat to automatically save $10 at checkout. And I do believe all the chairs are $20 off right now, plus free shipping. So get yourself a sweet gaming chair for around $210. It's not bad. I think that's for the smaller size and around 270 for the bigger ones, I believe. So there you go. Not, not too bad. Not too bad for a gaming chair. Good stuff. Last in my book, another castle n 64 josh.com slash another castle. If you want to check that out. And with that, we'll get on over to the announcements. Hey, listen. Okay, so I am currently building a team of writers for n64josh.com. So I've had a handful of people email me. That's good. Do that. I think what's going to be best is hit me up in Discord. I'm going to set up a server. I will give you special permission so that the news team only will be a part of this room. And as news comes in, somebody can say, I'll write this one. I'll write this one. Just so we're not doubling up and everybody's communicating real well, things like that. Okay. So the idea here is if you want to write, you want to become a part of this, um, you can self promote all you want. Like the idea here is that we all kind of grow together. So if you're a Twitch streamer, whatever, my only request is that you do have some writing chops, right? Like, and at the very least download Grammarly so that you can get, (laughs) it'll fix it for you. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I don't want to have to do a ton of editing. The idea here is that we all can be self-sufficient, but we can all grow together. Okay. So um, hit me up in the discord n 64 josh.com slash discord. Hit me up in there. Say, Hey, I want to write. I will add permissions to you. And, and then we, and, and it hit me up at n 64 josh, right? Make sure you tag me. And then we, uh, I'll, I'll get you in that room. And if there's any other questions, things like that, we can, uh, we can go from there. But, uh, yeah, the idea is really that we can, we can grow, um, we can grow together. You can get your writing chops. You know, this can go, I mean, it's the kind of thing you can even put on a resume or whatever, if you're wanting, you're wanting experience, you know, so it's see that byline. Um, exactly. Exactly. So, um, the other announcement is I'm actually going to start some, uh, I'm going to start doing some coaching. So if anybody is interested in like getting their content off the ground, getting to that next level, um, talking about the mindset. You just have a lot of questions. Um, hit me up right now. Uh, basically for the first, probably the first 10 people that hit me up and you can hit their, you can, you know, info at n64josh.com, whatever it is. Um, I'm going to do a $25. It's $25 for a 30 minute session of just Q and a with me, whatever you need to know so that you can get started with podcasting, streaming, whatever it is. Um, 
I've, I've been at this for 10 years. I've got a plethora of knowledge and I want to start sharing it and, uh, and helping people. Um, I, I share quite a bit of free content already on my YouTube channel, things like that. And so if the, this gives you one-on-one time with me in a discord call to, and I can even record it for you if you want to be able to take it with you so you can re listen to it yeah, and private YouTube uh, video or something. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, this is something I want to, I want to start doing because I know I get questions a lot. I have people asking me quite often, Hey, how can I, how can I do this? How can I do that? And it's, it's hard for me to one, give enough time to give the best answers, but then two, this way, you know, you can ask the exact questions you want. So info at n64josh.com. Let me know that you're interested in a coaching session. Like I said, it'll be $25 for 30 minute, uh, session. And if it goes long, whatever, I'm not going to be like a big stickler on it. Like I want, I want this to be valuable and call just end. Call. Yeah. Just end call. That'll be another 25. <laughs> no, no. So, but, but um, discord has like tools and stuff you can screen share and people can see what you're looking at and all that kind of stuff. So it can be, it can be informative. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the last thing I worked on a parody of toss a coin to your witcher. It's called toss a coin to your washer. And it's about doing laundry to laundromat. And so um, if you, I think the video just went live on, uh, uh, I'm not sure if Cybers is in chat, but it's on her channel. And uh, she, she wrote the lyrics. I played the, I played the music and sang the song and then we recorded the video. And uh, so if you go to n64josh.com slash witcher, that'll take you to the video. I don't, that link will be set up once this goes live out in the, uh, in the real world. So I like, I like uh, Midfi Senpai's, uh, version. What does he say? Toss a sub to your Twitcher. Toss a sub to your Twitcher. There you go. Love it. <laughs> I, I still haven't go. watched Twitcher. I need to. I don't think there's any spoilers in the, in the little, uh, comedy sketch we made but, I've, I've uh, seen the little things going around of yeah the toss a coin stuff but i have i don't know the context of it i guess yeah yeah so um there you go i do want to let everybody know too n64josh.com there's going to be a lot more content on there so check it out i put up three articles by myself today and uh we just i, I wanted to start being more of a news source i'm going to then take those articles each uh hopefully each day or or every other day or whatever and kind of recap them on my youtube channel Right. So, um, yeah, going to be, going to be a lot, a lot of content coming out. I'm, I'm kind of getting back, uh, back in the saddle, getting, getting things going again for the, uh, for the year. So, um, pretty, pretty stoked about that. But with that, we're going to jump on over to what we've been playing. All right. All the Nintendo games. Tell me about them, baby. Uh, my kids were, pushing me last night to play some more luigi's mansion we're close to the end so i i, I think i got through about half halfway of uh floor 13 so we need to finish that we're in a like a rec center got gym equipment and a pool and some other stuff so working on that um the most i've been playing is probably mario kart races which are quick nice three minute things in between some downtime when i've been playing escape from tarkov on my pc so that's that's the most uh Nintendo I've been playing. I do I do really enjoy the time I spend playing Dragon's Quest, but I haven't been putting a ton of time into that. So I need to I think that's what I kind of want to stream when I get back going on it. So I just need to buckle down and do it and pull myself away from some other stuff. But it has kind of been a lull lately. I mean, we got Tokyo Mirage session coming out, I think Friday. Yep, seventeenth. So it's been a little bit of a lull in over the holiday of of new games, but I, I haven't gone back to anything in my backlog really that much mario kart's just a good standby that's always fun to go back to you said you're playing that between rounds like are you going jumping in online matches or yeah gotcha gotcha cool yep. cool that the 17th is also when that little competition starts isn't it uh, i believe so we had it in the last in last week's notes but they're gone now so um uh i can maybe somebody in chat can grab it so um yeah, so okay. I've done a little more Witcher. A little more Witcher. A little more Pokemon. I've yeah, I saw you actually playing off I saw you playing off stream. I saw you on uh, playing playing at some point. I was like, oh wow, look at him going and playing. Are you talking about last night? Uh no, I think it was over the weekend. 
Uh oh, I turned it on to download the <laughs> the update. The update and the Did you uh, download the demo? We'll talk about that here in a little bit. I did. I haven't tried it yet though. Okay. But it looks I mean it I can't believe I'm getting sucked into these RPGs, but it looks like a game that I might enjoy, you know? So we'll see though. We'll see. I I saw like Mel in chat talking about it and stuff. She was like she was like, uh, this makes me pick. I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to pick <laughs> anything. So, um, yeah, there you go. There you go. But yeah, I did play a little bit on Monday night and literally by a little bit. I mean, I turned it on, finished a cutscene, saved and then fell asleep. <laughs> like that works. That was the extent of uh of my playing so I, I was i was exhausted when i was playing luigi's mansion with my kids i was like falling asleep just like playing it and i, was, I don't know if it's just that pacing of that game because it, it's beautiful to look at but it's not very engaging unless you're in a fight so it's it's it is a lot of that puzzle searching around trying to find everything that you can mm. and i was at the end of the night and i i when i put my kids to bed i ended up falling asleep for like an hour hour and a half and i think it recharged me a little bit and i came down and played more but i didn't play Luigi's Mansion, but I was I was definitely running on empty when we were getting ready for bed, and, and uh, that that game wasn't helping keep me awake at all. So oh, that was gotcha. that. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, and that's yeah. I I hear you. I hear you. So other than that, I haven't. I keep. I, I've I've had a number of uh, indie studios send me send me games, so I'm hoping I can get some um, get some more coverage out for you guys very soon in that department. Uh. When does the the I listened to your episode over the break the the Otterman Empire when does that come out? I don't think it that's that's Q one I believe. Okay, twenty twenty. I don't I don't know that there's an exact date quite yet. So, um, but yeah, it you know it is it is coming soon, coming soon mm-hmm. for sure. So, um, yeah, I didn't really I didn't really jump in anything other than that. Um, looking. Yeah, I still haven't even cracked Dragon Quest yet. I haven't, I haven't opened it yet. So, one of these days. As I say, you you took a big bite out of the RPG machine there with uh, with Witcher and Dragon Quest buying it in the same in the same shopping trip. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know go big or go home, right? So yep. But uh, all right, well, cool. Let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into the news. The Pokemon Direct was last Thursday. We have a link to the Direct here. You can watch it right in the show notes. N64josh.com slash NPC 252 or 3. Yeah, it's updated. 252. Okay, there we go. That's what I thought. And uh, yeah, they they get into uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. It's coming out March 6th. The demo is available. I have it downloaded. Haven't tried it yet. Uh, Progress will carry over into full release. Yeah, I downloaded it. I started it up. It asks you a bunch of questions and then it like assigns you a Pokemon to play as and then you pick a partner as well. And then you can choose if you don't like what they picked based on your personality and questions that they asked. You can uh, you can pick whoever you want, I guess. But I so I guess I I don't fully understand. it. I think this is I don't know if it's a shot for shot remake of the 2005 game or is it like are they adding some stuff to it maybe chat would be able to tell us a little bit more but i think i think that's some of the reasons people are a little upset with the price as well is that it is a 15 year old game that is the same but just updated graphically a little bit and it is kind of a different art style it's kind of a watercolory um um i think somebody described it in discord today as like when looking like winnie the pooh kind of a little bit yeah, it really does that. It, it's I kind of I think it's a cool looking art style. I mean, of course, I love my pixel art or whatever, but I there's there's a style of art that I don't care for. And a lot of times like the I think it's the Steam World games. They kind of go towards it where it almost looks like clip art, where then like the arms just kind of move on a joint kind of mm-hmm. like willy nilly almost. And uh, so this art style I, I, I really liked uh, putting in chat is saying, what do I think the full price tag on this game is? I, I mean, I, I have no idea anything about these games, so I have no idea how long they are, anything like that. 
it's, I mean, Pokemon knows that they have a premium product, right? So if it's not $59.99, I'll be surprised if it came in at uh, $39.99. I think that would be, that would be great. I don't know how, how much content's there. Because it is like a remake of a handheld game or like a reimagining of a handheld game. Like I could maybe see them going with the $40 price tag, but I, I mean, they did let's go for 60. They did, um, they did new super Mario bros. U for 60. I mean, they, they don't have problems putting out older games or full retail release. Yeah. If you want it cheaper, obviously it'll be 10 bucks off at, Walmart, I think Amazon normally sells it for cheaper for a little bit at the very beginning. Uh, if you're lucky enough to still have your Best Buy Gamer Club, then you can get a little bit cheaper. But yeah, it's Walmart seems like the best place to get it if you want to get it on those ten bucks off. But it's it probably will be a full retail release, I would think, at sixty. You know, it's funny about that ten dollars <laughs> off is that it doesn't show that price on their website, so you can't get it to price match anywhere, which is super frustrating. Yeah, they want you to come spend the money at that. That's why they do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, it's and Henny in chat says Link's Awakening. I was thinking the same thing. I mean, it was a sixty dollar sixty dollar game. I mean, it uh, again, it, it 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 always boils down to. If you don't think it's worth it, don't buy it. And there, the alternative is there's nothing there because they are working on something else and it's going to take longer potentially. So at least it is some Pokemon content for those that, that, that are way into it. And I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know. This is one thing that's always confused me a little bit with the Pokemon community. Cause I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the outskirts that not a lot of them wanted let's go. They wanted the mainline game. So I'm not sure if this is for everybody or if it is a little bit niche. And there's some people that are going to be like, Oh, I love these games. I'm going to go back. You know, there's a nostalgia factor there and everything, you know? So, um, well, this is a, this is a tactics game, right? Isn't that what this is? I'm not fully versed on what mystery dungeon is. I thought I think, it, it's a, it, I think it's a tactics game. It looks like an RPG similar to like Octopath, but I could be mistaken. I like I have no I have I've never played them. Yeah, me either. You know, we're super educated about this. Yeah, there's I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, exactly, exactly. But from uh, at Riven from chat, you know, she's been playing the Pokemon games forever. She says people who um, there are people who like the Mystery Dungeon games, so. Um, and maybe somebody in chat can tell us, does it play more like an RPG? It looked like a, it looked very, very basic JRPG esque is what it looked like to me. So, um, but like if they were to do a remaster of snap, tons of people would jump all over that. I bet, I bet that would be more successful than anything if they did, if they did snap. Uh, Benji's is a chess like game. So. Uh, that would kind of be a tactics game, like you were saying, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. And and it, it was a little bit confusing just watching the gameplay style because it was like it wasn't like you hit an enemy and then went into a battle scene, and uh, it, it looked like they were fighting kind of real time. You know, doing doing, you know, what yeah. whatever. So yeah, tactics style. Blitzkrieg says the demo wasn't for him. Um, couldn't go more than twenty minutes. So I'll give it a shot tomorrow on stream. I'll put up a video while I'm, you know, do a little first look at it and kind of give some impressions. But uh, um, I'm, I've kind of have a Pokemon bug right now. I don't. It's just like I, I don't know why I don't have a lot of nostalgia for it. But I even uh, one of the things I really want to start doing is I want to um, I, I, I want to interview a handful of people from that have loved these games forever. Right. So if that's you hit me up because I want, I want to, I want to make some videos just interviewing people talking about the nostalgia factor and getting some of the stories behind this game, because I've said it on here before, but I firmly believe that Pokemon has a, has that same nostalgic pull that Mario does, but it's, it's for a different generation, right? Like, like my generation, uh, uh, crawl i can't remember how old you are crawler but maybe some uh, you've probably more yeah, I mean, towards I, mario i was than near Pokemon, the i was right? near the, i was see 98 when they came to the states i was uh i was 12 
Yeah. So, I mean, you were right at that prime age, but you also may have been a little more interested in the ladies at that point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, middle school, it was middle school. So it wasn't, it wasn't super cool to bring a Game Boy and Pokemon to school in, <laughs> in middle school. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm really curious about getting some of these. I want to get some of these stories out because I think they are, uh, I think they're worth telling and I want to hear them because I, I mean, I love the nostalgia with Mario and things like that, but having little to no nostalgia for Pokemon, like I want to hear about like, you know, I know there's going to be some people that are like, they go in to see the movie with their mom or their dad or things like that, you know, and, and, and playing the Game Boy games and collecting the cards. I mean, it was a, it was, it was a crazy time and I don't know that we'll ever see another time like it due to the the digital age right like that was like kind of the tail end of the like cartoons were really good marketing tools to get kids to buy different things like games yeah, and trading say, cards. I, I remember waking up in the morning and watching like it would it would play at six o'clock in the morning or whatever i'd watch an episode after I, like as i was getting ready for school or something like that and that's what i remember but yeah i wasn't super big into the show i'd watch it occasionally but i didn't track all of the progress and and it's 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 kind of funny to watch sometimes when twitch does their their marathons or whatever and it's it's on i think it's maybe still on netflix all of it um but yeah i mean it's it's it is what it is it's it's anime and it's um i mean this kid's game that's turned into a phenomenon that it is and it's uh it's bigger bigger than what i think they initially thought it was going to be yeah, chat right now. Unknown Killer says, I still don't get Pokemon. Never, ever, never even tried to play one, and I'm 37. Uh, Henny's like, LOL, I brought it to school until the cartoons started showing on TV. Then I was getting made fun of. Uh, Blitzkrieg <laughs> says he memorized the rap. Uh, I was cool, right? Right, guys? Uh, Ribbon Bell says, yeah, super cool. So there you go. There you go. Memorize the rap. But uh, okay. Next up, Pokemon Expansion Packs Pass announced will cost $30. Two different parts of the pass were announced. The Isle of Armor um, coming out in June and the Crown Tundra coming out in the fall. Game Freak said they will add more than 200 more Pokemon to the game. All Pokemon will be available to everyone regardless of ownership of the DLC, which when I say last week, like the internet will burn to the ground if they are, they are Pokemon behind a paywall. Yeah, you so, just don't get to catch them. You get to trade for them. That's true. That's true. And uh, so let's see, where was I at? Players without the experience. Yeah. Be able to trade for the Pokemon and uh, from the two new areas. You won't be able to go. I believe they're going to be isolated. Those two new areas. Got it. Got it. Lots of new cosmetic additions are coming to the game. Hairstyles, clothing. You could, you could customize your bike a little bit. Like there was a lot. There was a lot. Yep. So um, I, if- I think, uh, who is it? Mr. Cool Red Luigi and, and putting in chat were like too much. Too much cosmetic stuff. They didn't show enough of the actual game. It was oh. all just like, look at all the stuff you can do to yourself or your bike or your your bag or all that kind of stuff. I I think the uh, I don't know from just just from what I've seen, just running around the wild area and things like that. Like I do think people like the uh, the ability to customize their their character and things like that. It seems uh, you know. Well, and talking about the wild area, I think they said I think they said in the direct that the whole the whole aisle of uh, it whatever Isle of Armor is going to be like the wild area, the whole thing, like where there's dens oh, and other, and I it. that's another thing as well is like there's going to be you get to go into the dens in in these DLC islands mm. and uh, you get to go progress through and go find a, a Gigantamax or whatever I think they are in the dens, but and you can I think team up with three other people and do that together as well so i mean it's it sounds interesting it sounds like some stuff but like we were talking a little bit beforehand uh the fact that this has to be like you and i both bought the the dual pack and i think mainly because we wanted the steel books as well but we got the we got both versions and if you want to play the dlc on sword and shield, you'll have to buy it twice. It'll be $60. And I just think that game freak needs to like adjust how they think. And cause I think this is more game freak than, than Nintendo. And 
understand that yes people buy both versions yes the alternative was they released a whole new game and you had to buy it anyway but it's now 2020 let's let's get with what we're doing and release the dlc and have it be if it was 30 dollars and worked on both then i would buy it but like at this point i'm i'm leaning towards not even getting it at all because i'm not playing pokemon after i beat uh shield and i know i have post-game stuff to go do in shield and i have i want to see the other two gyms in sword but i haven't done it yet so it's like the drive for me isn't there so i don't know if if being stuck into one version is is not really something i want to do for 30 bucks so it's like if if i could do both then maybe but right now i'm kind of leaning against it so it's funny because we're kind of on opposing views and i think we'll get into it more at the end of the uh during our talking points but uh yeah it'll be it'll be a fun a, a fun discussion uh nonetheless so um nintendo showed off some more of the mario theme park coming to universal studios um japan this year we have a link to the trailer did you watch i watched a little bit of this did you watch it yeah so it's like it's a full like music video it's i i I don't know the artist i think it's a japanese uh music artist but it's it starts off with a few different people in different places playing their switch and then it progresses to them all jumping into a a warp pipe Mm -hmm. and coming out in a cartoon world and Mario's there talking to him and they, they all start running and jumping on blocks and punching the question blocks and collecting coins. And um, it ends up with some of them throwing fireballs and catching stars. So it's, it's interesting. I think there was, I don't know if this was made super public or if it was for press, but when I was going through news articles, looking for, for all of our stuff here, it looked like there was a press conference kind of about this and they have um, kind of more details on what was teased before, which is the linkage of a smartphone app and like gamifying your experience in the park. And there's going to be things called power up bands. And I don't know, I don't know if this is something that comes with your ticket or if it's something you have to buy extra because there's different versions. It looks like there's Mario, Luigi, Peach, all sorts of toad, different, different versions of these power-up bands um but they're supposed to i believe link with the phone and you're who knows if you race mario kart in in the mario kart area and you win maybe you get more coins put on your your power band or whatever and they're kind of just gamifying your experience in the park It, it, it seems interesting but it's kind of a big question mark, I think, right now, unless they went. I, I don't know if they've gone into more details about it. It sounds to me like it could be like tickets, like a Chuck E. Cheese, but it's just yeah. they're all digital. Because well, originally, I think I don't know how long ago when when I think when the the mockups of like DK Land and Mario Kart and and Mushroom Kingdom came out, I think it was it was rumored that there was going to be linkage with your Nintendo account and like you could move those points onto your switch for something. So I think they're all supposed to be linked a little bit. I see. Yeah. Cool. Cool. It's, uh, it's, I mean, I want to go to Japan. (laughs) Is California or Florida supposed to open first in the States? Do you know, you know, every time I've talked with somebody about it, it, I get conflicting. (laughs) I hear no, it's California first. No, it's Florida first. So I don't actually know. I don't know. And so maybe somebody in chat knows, but uh, I'm not sure. So announced this morning, Ooh, Le- not a Nintendo direct <laughs> leaked this morning. Yeah. Not a Nintendo direct. Uh, Cali. Oh, no, sorry. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. You're right. So, Never mind. Cali Carry 2021. On. So yeah. Um, yeah. Announced this morning. The last year one fighter pack for smash, the last characters available are going to be revealed on uh, Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific 9 a.m. Eastern. And it's two in the UK. If you're listening over in the UK, it's going to be Gerald from uh, the Witcher. I hope not. That's the tweet I put up today that <laughs> set my Twitter on fire <laughs> with him in the bathtub. <laughs> With a bunch of people going, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. So that was kind of kind of fun. But I mean, hey, 
the pictures got Sakurai holding up three fingers. The Witcher three just came to switch. I don't, you know, also Suda 51 had uh three fingers up in one of their pictures recently. So as some people thinking Travis touchdown, that could be a W somebody, uh, yeah. Mid five, is saying Waluigi w, w for Waluigi. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's uh I'm still like, I want to see that sticky nade come in. I want that, that to be an M actually not a W for master chief. That's uh that could work that's, or Microsoft. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, yeah, so if, if this plays out like Banjo and Terry, we got our like detailed 30 to 40 minute, uh, showcase of the character that morning. And then later that afternoon, the game updates and we have the character by like five or six specific time usually. So I'm, I'm, that's what I'm kind of banking on. Usually when it's this early, we're going to see the character or the, I, I think I saw a tweet that said it's about 35 minutes long. Yep. And then, um, I would expect patch. What is it? Are we on 5.0 then? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I couldn't even Five or six. You. I think probably yeah. we will, uh, We'll hopefully have a new character to, uh, Thursday to play. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's see here. The Bi- Bioshock, the collection for switched hat was uh, kind of leaked by a ratings board in, in Taiwan. So this was a game I had been, I'd been wanting to see on the switch for, I, I know for sure. I talked about it last year, maybe even the year before, like it just, these to me, the first Bioshock is one of those must play games like it, it should be on. It should be on everybody's bucket list, especially if you are into first person shooters and you really love good storytelling like. And I, some people said it was a it was a it, the game freaked them out. It was scary. It never I think I can remember one having one cool, jump eerie. scare, but it never really. I don't like, and if you go back and watch some of the first Bioshock trailers, they are brutal. There is a character called big daddy. He looks like a giant, uh, like old school scuba diver. He's got the big helmet, right? With drill the drill on his hand glass in it. And he's got a giant drill on one hand. And in <laughs> one of those trailers, that drill takes care of your character in a pretty gnarly way. So, um, I, yeah, I, I can't recommend Bioshock. The first two, I haven't played the second or third game and there was weird. There was weird stuff that happened with the second game. Like the, 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 from my understanding the people that made the first game, they were, they were asked about the second game and they're like, we weren't, nothing was ever said to us. And this game was already in development. (laughs) So yeah, kind of a, kind of a weird thing that happened there and then that's, i'm not sure what that's happened with 2k them. right 2k developed that they they published or published it yeah they published it so um yeah games i highly recommend i i i have the collection on my uh on my xbox one but it was like i just really i really hope really hope it comes to uh, i was say i have Switch. one and two on 360 but i never like sat down and played them I got them on like platinum hits or something like that. And I just never, yeah. I, I started playing one, but I don't think I, I played it probably at a time I was busy doing other things and I got it cause it was cheap and it was a, it is a game that is kind of defining it. It, it pushed kind of the limits of the 360 with water effects and everything that it did mm-hmm. like really well. And I know that opening cinematic just looks so good on the, th- even on the 360 now. Oh, and so uh, yeah. So, I mean, It'll it'll be good. Infinite was was different, I think, because it goes up to a, a a new city and and it was it was in the sky as opposed to being underwater, and it was different. But was it a prequel? Um, no, because I think there's DLC I think where the little, you go back. I think to one of the little sisters is that that girl in the third one. I think I think it's after the fact. I see. So, yeah. Anyway, good. Uh, yeah. Good. Good, good stuff. Good stuff there. The games there, the ratings list each game separately and as a, uh, as a collection. So maybe physical release. I'm yeah. I wrote about it in my article today. I'm curious if it's going to be similar to resident evil where one game's on the cart and the other two are DLC. Hope that's not the case, but 
you know, it, it may end up may end up going that route. Um, as long as they don't look as bad as the, uh, the Ezio, was it the Ezio collection or the some of those some of those uh, Assassin's Creed games didn't look as good as they could have, I think, on Switch. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, you know, even even if I'm look, I'm of the mind after playing The Witcher. Again, I haven't run into any like real bad slowdown or anything like that, but like, like bring all the games, you know, if you can, if you can, if you can play in bed or whatever, like, and deal with the graphics being a little bit, uh, less than, you know, of course they're not going to be Xbox one. I mean, (laughs) doom eternals trailer came out today and I was like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, this makes me want to buy a PC and crank it to ultra. Like the game looks crazy. You still need to buy a PC. I, I know I do. I know. But like, but we have no release date for the switch. It wasn't even, there wasn't even a Nintendo logo. Yeah. But if it came out when it's supposed to on switch, you wouldn't be playing it. Cause you know what else comes out that day? Animal crossing. Yeah. In my article, I said, do you want to spend the day with nook or Satan? It's really up to you. You know, <laughs> like it's your choice. It's your choice. So, uh, yeah, but man, doom looks, looks so good. And I, I mean, it was playable on the, on the switch. I liked it. Of course, 60 frames a second. I mean, come on, everything's every, it, the, the games are going to be better on the, on the more powerful consoles, but maybe doom eternal is a launch title for the 4k switch, right? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That could be, that could be, Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles D E definitive edition. I just, I just, thanks. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, I don't remember what DE is, but I'm sure somebody will. Uh, could be out May 29th, leaked by Danish retailer Cool Shop. Ooh. Okay, that's a busy. It's a busy time of year. Like today was the day of of delays because Sony or not Sony Square delayed Final Fantasy VII remake a month to like April 10th. I don't know when when uh cyberpunk comes out i think it's april 17th may. or 13th okay and then avengers was supposed to be i think may and that got pushed a big big push all the way back to september something Good. which that might be the death certificate on that game because bungie will probably have an update for destiny around then but you never know yeah. we'll see it's, i we'll imagine see. that's a different audience but but I, I just hope that because I'm excited for this. I have this pre-order that was one of the last thing, like I said, I did it with uh, with my gamer club and with how much I loved Chronicles 2. I'm really excited to see what the story is about and uh, and play this game. But I know it's going into the like even being on the like that's that's the entry point in the summer. Like usually that was a safe spot. But now, like with every everything kind of being pushed from last year and then this big initiative to get everything out on this current gen before next gen comes out and everything is uh, hyped up at uh, first week of June at E3. It's uh, it's the safe spot of summer is kind of becoming very busy and full. Yeah, that's true. That's true. April's April's got a, is a big month too, because I can't, I saw blonde nerd from, uh, what's good games. She, she tweeted out and I, I think it was cyberpunk final fantasy. And there was one more game in, in April. And it was like, it's, it's a, it's a busy month. It's a busy month. Yeah. So, well, and speaking, I, I mentioned E3 real quick, like Sony announced today that they're not coming back, which everyone thought with a new console coming out that they were definitely going to show up at, at E3 this year and, uh, and show off their console. But, they said they're going to go around to a bunch of different trade shows and, and player experiences to mm. promote the console. So, so they won't I, be there or they won't be part of E3 because like devolver is there, but they're not technically part of E3 and the ESA has tried to shut them down every time you can go get free beer and food. <laughs> well, I mean, devolver it seems almost like everyone, like Microsoft is, is paying, but almost all of their stuff is off site. It's, it's across the street mm-hmm. at, at their at their theater right there and then nintendo seems to be the only one that's like of the main publishers that's or uh, of the the big three that are there on premises at the esa and it's from everywhere i heard you were there this year i don't you had been to what one or two beforehand Mm -hmm. 
most of the accounts I heard this this past year at, at 2019's E3 was that it just felt empty and and it wasn't kind of the big hub of blue that it normally is. I mean, did it did it feel like you were running from appointment to appointment? But how did it feel on the floor? Yeah, there was a there was definitely a sense of like of emptiness. And I think a lot of that had to do with Sony and Microsoft not being there at all. Like when I was there, it was all three were on the show floor, right? Because you yeah, also have the public isn't Sony normally next to Nintendo kind of, and they're if, in the same hall together if, normally. I think, I think that was the case, but I mean, it's been a few years. So the, uh, the, the thing is it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not even sure that I'm excited to go back to E3 this year. I feel like I feel like PAX was a little bit uh, better of an experience. Like, you know, and I just it, yeah. And I th- I think that's maybe what Sony is pushing for because it's so it, it's so expensive and it's so limited on actual. Uh, the, the the player the, the the just the attendee tickets for E3 and it's so hard and and busy to try to get in and and see something at at E3 that maybe they're going to do a big push at all four packs and at Gamescom and even though I think Gamescom is a bad a bad way to communicate your message to this half of the world like just cuz the time the time differences everything just gets announced at a bad time in the morning that nobody's like hyped and ready to watch it that yeah. I don't know it, it, it but I think they want to bring their message to directly to the player it seems like this year so I just I just hope it doesn't put a damper on kind of the the big hype that leads up to E3 and everything and but. you you remember Sony's last E3 it was like the well, laughing bad. stock of yeah E3. 2018 was bad because they got up and they paraded the press from four diff- into four different rooms. Instead of having the show come to the press, the press had to go to the show and yep. it was, it was bad. Yeah. It was- and it was like 15 minutes of dead space in between each of their four different pillars that they showed off. And it was a lot of retreads as well. So they didn't, they just, it, it landed very bad and they, they, I think they, they felt the pushback from that. And so that's why they've left, but everyone thought they were going to come back, but this will be interesting. It's it's a new age, and they don't need E3 anymore. They can they can market with uh, influencers and other cons and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and I mean they're 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 the top of their game in the, in games right now. You know, like they can yeah they'll be they'll be just fine. So uh, let's get on over to our talking points here. <laughs> So, you started talking a little bit about it. You're not too pleased with the Pokemon news, the way they're going about their DLC. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the DLC, it's it's great that it's there. I think it's a disconnect with understanding the user base. And I think the from what I saw on different forums, even in Discord here, um, in, in your Discord, um, Everyone's like, oh, if if this was like the previous versions, they put out Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and you have to buy the whole thing again with the added content in it. And you have to play through the whole game again. And while that is the case, they they just were, I I think Game Freak was slow to embrace just DLC in general because the the, uh, the 3DS could do that. They could download something and it wasn't as easy to do on on the 3DS because you had had definitely had to have bigger expanded memory on that to to be able to handle it but i don't like i just don't like the fact that it's it's separated like it is it is something that would cost another full 60 dollars for you and me if we were to want to get both versions and have access to all the pokemon while it is still like it makes the total price tag i guess what would that be that would be $20 less. Well, no, it'd be, so it'd be 180 if you have both versions at 120 and then an additional 30 and 30 is is another 60. So it's 180 if you want all the content across both games. Whereas they already have that $60 barrier to entry and so 
you might sell somebody more on buying if if they didn't buy the two pack and their their thirty dollar DLC would get them access to the expanded content on Shield if they had Sword. Maybe they would sell a full additional copy of Sword. I don't know. Like I just feel like well, that'll could... happen next November. Yeah. Right when they have a game of the year edition that comes with everything. Are they gonna do? It? I don't know. If they, like, have they done that? I, I mean, the physical copy with everything in it. That's not uncommon to see. You know, that's yeah. not that's not uncommon. So, you know, I the thing is like after it's and it seems like the community is a little bit divided. I'm I'm like whatever. Like it's. Yeah, it's it's 60 bucks. I was kind of surprised at that at first. I thought it would just be like an expansion pack and it wouldn't matter which game you had, but there's also exclusive stuff in each one. So, I I mean, it makes sense to me. And you know, I don't know it it seems to me in playing the game and talking with a lot of people, most people picked one version. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't think that this is as big of a deal to most people because they're just buying the one copy of the. So they're looking at a total of ninety dollars, which is ten dollars more than if they bought Moon and Ultra Moon. Yeah, right. And from my understanding, after talking with some people at a meetup this last week, like Ultra Moon was essentially the same game with a few different Pokemon and maybe the the but like the same overall map mm-hmm. or whatever. But like just some few tweaks here and there and different, you know? So like, to me, this seems like this, this, this seems like there's some value here. We will know more when we know exactly like how big this content is, you know, how, how long it is. Uh, Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, that's another thing because they, they mention like this dojo on the aisle of, I keep getting what it is. Isle of Armor. It's like some dojo that you go meet with an, a, a mentor that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And it's not clear if you're going to go out and there's gyms on this small island that are has been uninhabited. Like you, all of a sudden we found this island and we're going there. Or I, what I'm wondering is if that's going to be the hub where all your like gym battles take place and other because they mention like other trainers that are aspiring to become gym leaders in their future are there training. Do you set up shop there and you, that's where you do all your fights is at that dojo. And it's not really a whole lot of going around in the different theme gyms and all that kind of stuff. That's kind of where I'm wondering if that's where this is going to be. And then, then what remains is the whole Island is supposed to be set up like the wild area where you can, see more Pokemon out in the wild and there's raids and dungeon like the, the underground, uh, I forget what their dens are and all that kind of stuff. But is that kind of just all it is, is like this, this hub place that you go do your battles and then there's other Pokemon in different regions of the Island to go find. I don't know. And they're setting it up where it's winter, kind of esque with the second DLC and more summary kind of stuff. So they're, they're not even going to have like separate biomes kind of within the, the DLC. It's going to be that they're just, they're separated and that's how they're separating half those Pokemon out is that you're only going to get the, the kind of the fair weather Pokemon in the, in the first part and then the cold weather and other types of Pokemon in the second part. And and I wouldn't be surprised from what I've heard about Ultra Moon and things like that is if is if some of the gyms were possibly reused from the Gala region, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it 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 wouldn't it really wouldn't surprise me all that much. I don't like again. I don't have my my pulse on this community that well, but it seems like Pokemon knows that they have a premium product that they have a brand that people are going to buy whatever they put out. That's really, I mean, that's, that's really what it seems like. And, you know, I mean, well, star mm, Wars mm. kind of learned the hard way that it's not, you can't, you know, you can't make that assumption that you're always going to just be able to sell the brand. 
you know, eventually, eventually, if the if the if the customer doesn't find the value there, they will they will stop they'll stop purchasing it. Yeah. Well, you just saying that triggered something for me and made me realize why we see Pokemon release the way it is. It's mom and dad and grandma and grandpa who are having to go out because mainly Pokemon is a kid's game. I I it's able to read you can and you're kind of a kid you're playing pokemon for the most part we are aged out of that key demographic that that is people with our own money that can go spend on pokemon we're also gamers and we understand the dlc mentality i think that is where and i maybe historically this is why pokemon has done this they release new versions because mom and dad can see that physical copy in the store and they don't understand when little Johnny comes asking for $30 to, to pay to the eShop to, to get this new content. They don't understand that. So that is probably why we're seeing, we haven't seen this in the, in the past and maybe, maybe this won't land as well as they were hoping. I I think, I think enough parents anymore are aware of that, but it's still, I, I forgot to tell this last week, but I was, we were shopping out for Christmas shopping with my wife and I was, I was talking about wanting to get my son a, a 3DS or a 2DS wedge possibly. And she goes, well, can it play all the Switch games? And I'm like, no, I can play 3DS games. And she, she had no clue. And like, I have all this stuff in the house and she's mm-hmm. around it, but she's not tuned into it. So I think that, that them understanding the, the general population understanding DLC and what games play what and what systems play what isn't out there. And so having those separate releases, I think, help them. And maybe we'll see that this does okay. Maybe it doesn't do okay. I don't know. This this series is turning 24 on February 27th. Right? Pokemon, at the game release, the first ones in Japan were February 27th, 1996. Yep. So like I talked about, like there is that nostalgia factor for people, right? That, that, I mean, I mean, you were 12 mm-hmm. in 96 or 98, you were 10, 98. Yeah. 98. So you were 10 years old, in 98 or 96, right? That's when, I mean, that was, you are the demographic that's mm-hmm. still open in their wallet and buying these buying these games, but you don't have the nostalgia factor. You didn't play through all the games, but in my chat today, multiple people, like some people that I was surprised by that were like, Oh, I've played every one of these. I love them. I can't, you know, like they can't, they can't stop playing them. Like this series has some serious pull and they know it. They know it. And they, they lost me like Pokemon lost me at gen two when I had to learn an additional amount of Pokemon. I knew the one fifty one, and I, I liked it from the show and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't move on with the show after the, the original, uh, region. That's why let's go was it, it landed more for me and I enjoyed it more because I know the Pokemon, I know kind of more of the matchups and all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. but having to learn, like I had to play, um, shield with, with a chart that I sent to you that you should be playing, but you just instead asked chat, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like, I still like, they added all these new like subtypes and all that kind of stuff that I, I don't have the time. Like some of it is like you think about it and it, it should make sense. Like what beats what, but there's still some obscure stuff that you gotta, I look at a chart and that's how I play it. Yeah. Um, that being said, I was I was happy that I like beat the main part of the game or whatever, at least on one of them. And uh, I know that there's more stuff after the fact, but because I haven't gone back to that additional stuff, I haven't even caught in the legendary. I haven't caught the 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 shield legendary Pokemon or whatever in in my version yet. So for me, like this also is just a fact that I've I did it. I was happy with it. And I haven't had a desire to go complete the Pokedex or do anything like that. So more DLC doesn't really get me all excited. So, I mean, and then the fact that if I wanted to choose one of the two, I couldn't just buy one, one thing one time, then that's even more. I already have the, the, I have the stuff downloaded. I have the expansion pass for the DLC pass for Marvel ultimate Alliance. 
I have it for Fire Emblem Three Houses, and I haven't really, I haven't gone back and done the stuff I want. I've said I want to, but I, I haven't gone back and done it. So that is what they bank on. They bank on you buying it now and forgetting about it, or or doing it and enjoying it. But they don't care. They already have your money. So for me, this is something I've I've put down and I haven't really played. So it's not really moving the needle at all. Yeah, I hear you. And you, you're you're kind of on a slow burn right now because it came out what in November, and you're still. What what gym number did you just beat today? Three, three. So yeah, you're. I mean, you're taking your time. You're enjoying it. It listening. I was listening to you playing a little bit while I was working on notes right right before you stopped. And the music in that that final gym battle was awesome. It was bumping oh, like yeah. it was good music. Like so yeah. I mean, they did a good job with the game. But for me, it's just I'm I haven't put it back in and played it. So meh. Yeah, and I will never take the stance that I feel like the the publishers and the developers are like against the gamer you know it's like there's guys in suits that probably make some bad decisions that the people that really care about this stuff have to uh weather you know as they're trying to make these games and get them out on time and all that kind of stuff like there's just there's so much that goes into it where it's like i i i don't quite I don't quite understand the mentality where I feel like a lot of, a lot of these, the, the vocal minority that's super angry all the time, the pitchfork mom. Yeah. It just seems like they, they assume that these are just like evil corporations that are doing everything they can to like, you know, squeeze every penny out of your wallet. And it's like, well, EA and Activision have done that. Yeah. But they burned enough people that that's, that's why I think that that's the immediately that's the immediate reaction. EA has gotten better letting respawn kind of do their own thing, but Activision has burned in, like they've squeezed the life out of Bungie that Bungie pushed back and got away. And then you look at some of the stuff with Ultimate Team on Madden and and uh, FIFA with with EA and just the money hungriness of it all. That that that's what rubs people the wrong way. And the well, and going back, the fact that you you said I initially thought it would be good if there there could be one price for both games. It was even mentioned in the direct, like they they felt the need to mention it in the direct that you had to buy it separately for both games. Mm-hmm. Like that is a it's a common thing that you would think it's Pokemon because it, it, it's it's marketed as Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like that's how it's marketed. And then as an expansion pass, you would think that would cover the 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 umbrella branding of it all. And it's not. So I think at the very least they could throw a bone to people that are buying both of them and saying 49 99, you know, or 40 or knock it down to 20. Like you're, they're still getting extra money from you. Yeah. Some way for 40 would be more reasonable, I guess, if you got both, but, but we're saying that without knowing the exact amount of content. That's right. True. So that's the other thing. I mean, these could, this could be, like this could be so much content. And then there's the other side where people are like, yeah, but this should have already been in the game. Like, Oh yeah, man, the whole like, game freak lied. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I don't, the Pokemon, there's... now there's 200 Pokemon. That's the whole, that, that I think that's the one marketing line that they have in there with like 200 additional Pokemon. That's the biggest thing that's biting them in the butt because people are coming back saying, well, it should have been in the game to begin with. I mean, so it's can't win. The internet's but, always going to come after you. So what's interesting is I talked to, uh, I, I, I talked to some people on Thursday that, uh, you know, b- very much, very big Pokemon fans, like enjoy the series, love the series, but they were both of the mind that they didn't mind seeing the purge because well, the, yeah, it, the, it blooms too big and you can't handle, you can't handle, what is it? 900 something Pokemon. Yeah. The meta is just, it's messed up. Like things aren't balanced. Like, they were both excited that like the game was finally going to be a little more fun competitively because it wasn't just this like, Oh, this person has this one. That's super OP. I don't know that it's exactly how it went, but just trying to, you know, trying to understand what they were talking about, things like that. It made it sound like they were like, yes, the purge is great. Then let's slowly start adding things back and see if things can't get a little more balanced, you know? So, you know, I mean, it's, it, you mentioned Madden. I never spent a, I never even played that ultimate team stuff. I could have nope. cared less about it. I dropped my 60 bucks. I played my football. I was happy. Yeah. Was and there's it. streamers that make entire content out of that stuff, which is good for them, but I can't imagine the money 
I hope that they have a positive net on that based on their, their revenue that they make streaming or YouTube content or whatever, because I know that that's a, it's a, it's a gotcha mechanic and it's just putting money in the vending machine, hoping you get something good. Yeah. And the, I mean, a lot of times those streamers will have a whale that, that is funding most of that stuff for, you know? So yeah, it. uh, I don't know. We got, we got a couple minutes. Smash bros. Who do you mm-hmm. think your fifth fighter is? Who do you think it is? I I, I hope it's... I'll put a blanket. I, I've seen Dante a lot today as the rumor, and you, you mentioned Witcher. I just hope it's not a sword character. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what just I, no swords. That's I no saw swords. Fallout plays tweet let, the same thing. Let, like, let's bring... Let, like, I, I would love to see Master Chief or... Um, I don't know if they could like I, I've always pushed. I would love to see like Joanna Dark. Like I think that would be cool. Um, Laura Croft. I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, Bandic- Crash Bandicoot's been or Spyro has been like mm-hmm. uh, on the wish list or whatever. Um, I, I I think maybe if if Nintendo and, and Sakurai bend to the will of the internet with Waluigi, I think that would maybe come in Fighter Pack Two or like the the, the season two of Fighter Packs. Um, because this has kept such a such a cadence with uh, third party uh, characters that I hope we kind of just we see that continuing to go. Banjo is is kind of the only asterisk on that, just because it was kind of a Nintendo character iconic to the to the system of sixty four, but it was made by Rare, which is now owned by somebody else. But wait, who? I would like, huh? Banjo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I mean I would I'd be okay with seeing something more from from uh Microsoft just because Rare is kind of that history with Nintendo but now is owned by by Microsoft so I I I think that would be cool but um I'm just for no sword character that's that's what I would like no sword characters the crawler has spoken no sword characters what if it was uh Kratos that would be that would be absolutely insane. I mean, I think that would mean we were getting the original God of War trilogy. Then. <laughs> that because uh, that, that was on that was on Vita, I think, right? So, and they had I think Vita had its own like Chains of Olympus or something like that. But those games are so different than where God of War went. And I know that I don't know I don't know how up for friendly play Sony is right now. So I don't know. Eh, who knows. Kratos would be amazing, though. Man, is is Spyro? Spyro's not Spyro's Activision, right? So Spyro, Spyro and Crash are both Activision. So Sony doesn't have claim to those. Those are still because Cloud Cloud was such a big get back in Smash Four. Was that Smash Four? Yeah, it was Smash Four. Yeah. Um, with with Square bringing that because Cloud was kind of one of those faces of of the original PlayStation. So that and that's something that is just great to see all these different characters from across all different consoles and, and generations and all that kind of stuff being brought onto the system. I don't know what Grookey's final form is called, but I'd be okay with that. Oh, the gorilla, the gorilla, yeah. yeah, with the drums. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. So, all right, guys. Hey, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up here. Crawler, where can people find you? In the Discord. Uh, we mentioned it before. Uh, N64josh.com slash Discord. Uh, come hang out. Come play. I'm, I'm down to race Mario Kart. Just tag me. Tag me and let me know. Um, like I said, also, I want to get my Dragon Quest playthrough kind of up and going. And I think that's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it on stream. So you can follow me on, on Twitch as well at Nightcrawler724. Nightcrawlers without the E. And uh, check me out there. Cool. Cool, guys. You can find me everywhere at N64Josh. Remember to check out the Witcher sketch. Toss a coin to your washer. N64Josh.com slash Witcher. And uh, we are putting that writing team together. If you're interested, hit me up in the Discord. I'm going to... Yeah, I want to kind of get everybody together, see who's interested and see who, you know... I'm going to need help basically is what it's going to boil down to like getting things organized, getting people signed up on the site, like 
Um, I want to kind of do a little bit of like the interview process a little bit just to see where people are at. But like, I really want this to be something that we can, um, I can, I can teach you guys about SEO, how to title things the correct way so that we get the most traffic to it and that we can get, uh, we can all start growing as a, as a team, basically that's, uh, that's, that's the goal here. So, um, if you're interested, hit me up in the discord at N64 Josh, I'll get that server made up and, uh, we'll get, we'll get going on it. People are already hitting me up on the Discord. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's going down really excited about that. Um, just, I'm, I'm looking forward to this year. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a good year. If you're interested in that coaching, you want to get some, uh, you know, just some one-on-one, uh, coaching with the, with the content you're going to create. Like I said, I've got, I've got 10 spots right now. Um, the, the, the first 30 minute session is $25. Okay. That'll just be one-on-one. Any questions you have, I'm going to, I'm going to push you in the right direction for the content you want to create on community building, on, on SEO, how to get yourself out there, how to, if you're streaming, how to market yourself, all that stuff. That's, uh, that's, uh, it's really important to me and it's something I've done for a long time and I know, I know I can help. So, um, info at n64josh.com or the discord, however you want. My DMS are open on Twitter. Um, hit me up to be, it'd be great. And like I said, there is a lot of free content on my YouTube, on my, on my website for growing your stream, things like that. So if, uh, if you need some, some, some free help, check it out. Um, with that, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye now.